This is way too much fun. This is way too much fun. Okay. Welcome to From the Heart, the Diocese of Salina's new podcast. Thank you so much for listening. St. Augustine once said, One loving heart sets another on fire. We can't wait to share stories and testimonies from our diocesan brothers and sisters that are straight from the heart. Hi, everyone, and welcome to From the Heart Catholic Podcast. I am Bishop Vinky, Bishop of the Diocese of Salina, and today I'm here with Christy and Scott Burkamp here from Salina. Welcome to our show. Thanks for being on today. Yeah, sure. Thank, Thank you. you. So, Christy, I just found out not too long ago that you're a convert to the faith. Can you just begin about talking about your family life as a child and what sure. it was like? And... Sure. Um, I grew up in Great Bend, Kansas. From childhood, I was a Baptist. My mother and father were both Baptists. And we went to the First Southern Baptist Church, enjoyed um, great family harmony. I had a very loving mother and father, and they taught us all about Jesus Christ and what he stood for as our Savior. And um, um, I went to some high school retreats, through you know the Protestant faith, mm-hmm. and went to college. Still continued to um, practice a Baptist faith, and then I met my husband. Yeah, where did you meet each other, Scott? Maybe if you can. Certainly. So, um, as as luck would have it, um, her best friend married my best friend. Okay. And so yeah. there's there's people that we'd known for a long time, and um, and so of course when they got married, they invited all their friends and. Both of us showed up, and that was the first time that we that we met. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we started dating. Yes, we did start dating, and uh, I had dated other Catholics, so I was familiar with the Catholic faith. But when Scott and I started dating, um, it became very um, well. I would go to church with him, and would. Um, exercise the Catholic faith mm-hmm. as much as I could um, let it mesh into my faith mm-hmm. as um, I couldn't do all of the Eucharist or but I would kneel and stand and and that progressed to the point that we uh, decided that we were going to get well he asked me to marry him mm-hmm. but at that point um, Scott you tell him about how that worked it just I mean, I was I was following the faith, and so as the faith says, you need to raise your children Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, as we were getting to that point and getting serious, I, I, we sat down and had a conversation. And I said, um, "My faith tells me that I have to raise my kids Catholic, mm-hmm. and so will you agree to raise the kids uh, in the Catholic faith?" And she said, "Yes, I agree to that." Mm-hmm. And so um, at that point, the the wedding planning proceeded. Mm -hmm. But I had seen in Scott Mm -hmm. beautiful faith Mm -hmm. and love for Jesus Christ and our Lord. And and so I was not uh, worried about doing anything that was going to hurt our children. Mm -hmm. I knew that this was going to be the right thing to do. So 
So we got married. We actually got married in a in the Baptist church with a Catholic priest yep. there. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Sean McKnight was yeah. our priest for our wedding. Mm-hmm. The, the bishop? The that? bishop. Yeah. Oh, the bishop. Well, he wasn't then. Yeah, he was the bishop. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, and he was a good friend of Scott's sister. That's right. Okay. So, um, so we got married, and uh, obviously we had we had three children, and we moved back to Salina. And once we moved back to Salina, they they just started going to St. Mary's. Okay. And there really wasn't... I never even thought differently. We, mm-hmm. we were going, and I was going with Scott to the Catholic Church. And I would go... We would go regularly, but I would not um, partake in the sacraments. Um, but our children were raised Catholic from the time that they were born. And... Um, So people would ask me, I think a lot of people didn't even know that I wasn't Catholic because I was a presence in the church so much. Mm -hmm. And about five years ago, um, so that would have been 2016, 2015, 2015, um, the time was right. Mm. And um, I really felt a calling to join the church. And when I talked to Scott about it, I said, you know, I think I think this needs to happen. I, I'm really feeling this right now. Hmm. I feel very strongly that this is where God wants me to be. I don't see anything but joy and happiness coming from this. Hmm. Um, and I really wanted to take part in the sacraments like my kids did. Hmm. And so we started taking the RCIA classes and at St. Mary's at St. Mary's yeah nice. and went through the whole process the the uh, I thought one thing that that I had told you that that I was really quite amazed by is there's a lot of stories in the Bible that talk about 40 years you know for there you know and 40 days he was in the desert with um, God himself and 40 years they were, you know, the people were um, waiting to go into the promised land. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I had to get my baptism because I was baptized in the Baptist church. And I had, so I had to get my baptism certificate from that church. And it was to the year 40 years. No kidding. That I became a Catholic, and so that was pretty significant to me, yeah. just based upon some of the stories that we read in the Bible and the significance of that. I made it even feel like this was really the time. This was the right time, mm-hmm. and it was also the right time because we still had all three of our children at home, mm-hmm. and they actually got to be a part of it and mm-hmm. and um, celebrate with us. That's beautiful, yeah. and. What about your family? When you told them, how did they feel? Well, I I um, somewhat decided not to join the cat. Part of the reason I I hadn't joined the Catholic Church for quite a while is because I was pretty close to my dad, and I didn't want him to be um, hurt by mm-hmm. that. I wanted to have respect there, mm-hmm. and um, so my father had passed away several. He passed away in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so it was right, and um, my mother just accepted it mm-hmm. as you know. I'm a grown 
woman myself making the choices that I feel are right for my life and um, she saw the beauty in our children the the belief in Christ and God and the growth of the faith within them that uh, I think she's very happy that they are where they are and I'm where I am with Scott and, and of course my mother and father-in-law were overjoyed <laughs> quite That's overjoyed true. yeah sure. um, they had bought a rosary in Rome when we got married. And so they had been praying for many years. <laughs> I think it was about 15 years. Something like that. Wow, pretty um, For me to become Catholic. Wow. And so they gave me that rosary oh my goodness. For, um, for my confirmation. And so they had been examples of Catholics Catholic love, just their prayer for me for 15 years. And it taught me never, never stop praying. Just keep praying. Because you you, our time is not God's time. And we don't know what God's doing, but God is working. Wow. So. That's beautiful. Well, I, I, oh, wanted, I wanted to ask you, so joining the church, was, was there anything that really like surprised you about the church that... I didn't know this about the church. Was there any difficulties? Some people have difficulty with Mary as the as our, our, our mother, and so any surprises or, or difficulties along the way. Um, I would say that yes, Mary was probably one of the most unknowns mm-hmm. um, in in joining the church. Um, it's that it's been a real blessing to unlock that door and be able to accept those blessings from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I had said rosaries with, with Scott and the children, so a rosary really wasn't that new to me, but I think the meaning underneath it mm-hmm. was pretty new to me. Understanding what I was praying and why I was praying it, um, I think also. Since me since joining the church, I have just been so wonderfully blessed by reading about the saints because mm-hmm. in my faith, we didn't really acknowledge saints. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really have a complete understanding for what what did they mean? Why do we talk about them? Why are these things so important? Mm-hmm. But just done a ton of reading about the saints and. Um, just how beautiful it is to realize that those people, they were people like us, right. you know, but they, they are so holy and we can be holy. Mm-hmm. We can be holy That's right. just like that. And so it's been a pretty big inspiration to read about the saints and grab a hold of that aspect of our lives can be there. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the saints, our Blessed Mother, all these beautiful blessings beautiful. from the Lord. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because the the Protestant faith doesn't grab a hold of that at all and mm-hmm. how much how much meaning it has. It's, it's just really phenomenal. And, and reading about Fatima has mm-hmm. been just amazing. And I just want to mention this because of the... Um, my gratitude and, and the, the faith of other people in St. Mary's Church. Because throughout the years, 
Um, uh, I probably, I'm certain I didn't do this as much as I should have, but from time to time, I just thank Christy for, for raising our kids Catholic, you know, especially when, um, when they had a sacrament and, you know, something significant in their lives. And I would just, you know, from time to time say, thank you, I appreciate you doing this. And so I never really um, pushed her to become Catholic, but it was other people in the church. Yeah. And, and, um, and so, so when she decided, it was really rather a surprise to me that she told me, that she says, I'm ready to become Catholic. And I was completely caught off guard, yeah. overjoyed, overjoyed yeah. off guard. Yeah. And so um, uh, it was just, like I say, it was the people of St. Mary's, the faith of St. Mary's parish, and the whole church, of course. But, um, mm-hmm. but that's, I think, I think some wonderful people helped yeah. Push her away. Well, I, it, it was very, very encouraging for him to say, to acknowledge that, and even my mother and father-in-law, they go to our church, go to St. Mary's, and even when Scott wasn't there, because he traveled a lot while mm-hmm. the kids were younger, I would still take them to church, to mass mm-hmm. every week, and my mother-in-law, she would say, she told me afterwards. Even when he was gone, you would still bring the children yeah. to church. Wow. But that was important. It was mm-hmm. important to the children. It was important for me mm-hmm. too. We, you know, we had brought these brought our children up. Even since we had been dating, we would go to mass every week. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was important to him, but it was important to me too. Yeah, but, yeah. you too would make a great. Uh... Engage, um, working with engaged couples. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do that already. But but didn't didn't you earlier? Didn't a lot of people already thought you were Catholic oh, yeah. just because you were there all the time and just you were you were in the choir and they did. you were very active already yeah. and active at the school and they so did. on. Yes, so, yes. And then so it's just a natural. It was a natural step, and I felt I didn't feel any pressure from anybody. Yeah. Um, Scott never pressured me to ever I mean they lived their lives and that's Mm -hmm. that is a huge statement Mm -hmm. this living the life of a Catholic and living the faith it is a very huge draw yeah it's holiness really it's beautiful just living that daily life I mean just that just Keeping the faith and yes. just, and it's not easy sometimes, but and we always think we should try to be more holier. But you're actually, when you're living the faith that you do, you really are holy in many ways, right? Raising your children in, in that capacity. So, yeah. And yeah. The, the church has been just such a blessing. Our, our children have such strong faith. Mm-hmm. They do. We learn from them. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember one time we were, it was New Year's, Mm -hmm. and we didn't have New Year's Day when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. It was not a holy day Mm -hmm. of obligation, but it is in the Catholic Church. and, Mm -hmm. And... we were making our plans and everything, and our, our high school son um, was, we were there talking about what we were going to do for New Year's Eve, and I said, well, I don't know, you know, what time we're, what we're going to do tomorrow, and he said, 
well, church is at nine o'clock and I'm going to go to church. And I looked at Scott and Scott looked at me and we were like, <laughs> we're going to church. <laughs> yeah, so it was beautiful to learn and learn so amazing. much from the children. Yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot from them. So. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And me too. And I learned a lot going through the RCIA process. It was, yeah, true. As a Catholic, sponsoring and you know, some of the RCIA process, it's, it's a wonderful chance to relearn and remember and and learn a few new things too. So yeah. it was a great experience. Yeah, because yeah. you you were catechized as a as a being a Catholic, but then really is that right. I formation, but then that RCA. Would you recommend RCA to everybody? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> even the, even the yeah. Catholics, right? The Russia, of course, right? The Russia, of course, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's one of the most beautiful blessings of the church is yeah. that RCA. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was it was absolutely. Uh, we took it. With Father Barry, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to remember. It. Yeah, it was Father Barry, mm-hmm. and just phenomenal. Yeah, wonderful teacher. Absolutely. Yeah, guider, and just it was really, really great. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to someone who's not Catholic but who's like discerning? Should I go? What should I do? Should I go to a Catholic church or not? Yeah. To come to Catholic church. What do you do and everything? Right. Well, I mean, it's it it it's. To come into a Catholic church is a little bit intimidating because um, people, everybody there knows what they're doing, and you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. When you're just kind of following, and it was it wasn't hard for me because Scott was there, and then my children were there. But I can see how for a, a single person it would be hard to just walk into a Catholic church because uh, people there know when to stand, know when to kneel, know when to get up, know when to go down the aisle, know whether they're supposed to go down the aisle, whether they're not supposed to. And and, and so I, I would say, you know, um, it, that part to me would be just a little difficult if you were, mm-hmm. and I know the church doesn't want it to be that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the welcoming aspect of talking to people is is huge, I think, for a non-Catholic to come when they're coming to the church. We want you here, you know. Right. So it wasn't. I didn't experience that because I came to the Catholic Church with Scott, and so at that point in our lives, I wasn't experiencing that by myself. Mm-hmm. But I say to anybody that is out there that's you know wondering whether they should come to a Catholic Mass, yes, go. You will, even if you don't know what you're doing, God's graces will be there, you will feel it, and if you don't know what to do, ask the person next to you, because they will be happy to tell you what to do. That's great. Scott and Christy, thank you so much for sharing your faith from your heart. Thank you for what you do. Yes. Yeah, thank you for having us, Bishop. Thank you for listening to our Catholic podcast, From the Heart. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes.